are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. It's Wednesday. We are live every Wednesday on the Vocal Platform, our new home. This is episode 403. I'm your host, Stevie, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing okay this evening. I just mentioned how chilly it is in New York City right now. It's 70-something, and I'm just freezing my bones off over here. Oh, my goodness. Please. Well, we can't <laughs> complain on this Wednesday, September 28th, when we are live. It drops on September 29th. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers are those to the people of Florida right now as they deal with Hurricane yes. Ian. Just watching the news a minute ago, and it is torrential and nuts over there. And I just hope that those are, if they're staying in town, they are hunkered down in safe places. I've been checking on some people. I know you have some family and yes. family. Yeah. Joe's mother and father and brother all are there right in the heart of it. And they are hunkered down. They're, they're safe in a brick building. And I hope that, I pray that they're doing their most to stay safe. Um, you know, Jennifer, my friend Jennifer, she got stuck it on a cruise in Cozumel because of the hurricane. And they're not going to be able to go back to port until Friday. So that's... Wow. It's... It's really bad there. So my heart goes out yeah. to everybody over there. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cozumel, I'm going on a cruise that's going to be, it's a popular cruise oh, wow. island in Mexico. So I will be going on that cruise stop as well in February. But our thoughts and everything are for the safety of the people of Florida right now. So please be safe and do as you're told during this time. We don't, we want you to be safe and come out of this and we know you will. So all right. Uh, you know, the other day, Cody, on Tag's podcast, episode 402, we were okay. talking just about cruise ships and traveling. And would you, the, po the question was, would you travel with your partner or just in general, but would you travel to a place that you knew LGBTQ, being LGBTQ, was not okay in certain yes. regions. So we're talking about parts mm -hmm. of the Middle East and even places like Dubai, which a lot of people like to go to Dubai, but it's not always acceptable or you have to really kind of monitor where you're going. Yep. We, the question that we posed on that was that, but we also asked the question because I said I was on a cruise several years ago that stopped over in Tarzan, what did I say? A part of Africa. Tanzania. 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 Thank you. Yeah, I listen to you. Yeah, I, I know. See, I <laughs> Tanzania. And we were told whether or not that if, please, please, if you are going to the people of Tanzania, it's not the most open to LGBTQ. Know that if you're getting off the ship, if you are on the ship, please, they had to tell some passengers not to have mm -hmm. sex in the windows and as a result some guys still did and were reported to from some of the authorities over on land by tanzania and uh -huh. you guys your boyfriend and i <laughs> said you can't do that you are still in port and it's not allowed and you said you're on the ship and you think it's a big finger to people in places like that that says hey yes, ha, we can do I whatever did. we want well 
Jaka, Jaka, who follows us on YouTube, responded, and he says, maritime laws are intended, are interpreted differently in different countries. Some African and Islamic country laws extend at least 100 miles from the shore. So if you're in port, you're still under their laws. At least that's what they told us in the Navy. Ooh, he was a ah. Navy man. Ignorance of their laws is no excuse, so don't do it, is his thought. And I kind of agree with that. So I like it. We did ask if somebody knew what the law was when an you're answer. at court. I we got it. an answer. I love it. Yeah. We are live, and it looks like James is joining us. Yes. And Teddy, love it. Good to see some familiar faces. Okay. We also have to move on in a related story, and we got somebody one of our listeners followed up and he wanted us to follow up on the eric adame the meteorologist who got caught doing webcam and people captured his nudes while he was mm -hmm. doing the webcams and sent it to his new york one bosses in which the report also documented that he went on to say that he wanted to be fucked by his boss and manager yes. And that's where we think he got fired. Well, one of our listeners wanted to follow up with a story that was kind of related. He says, hey, guys, I have adjacent thoughts about Eric Adama incident, and I need your opinion. I have a buddy that is a rising OnlyFans model in, a conserv in conservative Texas. He's a beautiful Latin X-man, and I really worry about him. He attends a well-renowned university and has only fans to supplement his income. Here's the thing. This man, as sexy as he may be, has been posing nude, making videos, and posting explicit content on campus. And not only that, he wears his university logo shirt in his videos while blowing his back out with dildos. Woo, okay, that's an image. He wow. mentioned wanting he was his... talking about me for a second, by the way. Oh, blowing out your <laughs> ass? He mentioned wanting his OnlyFans to be his primary income so he doesn't have to attend college. Still, my concern is he could legally he could be legally reprimanded for public sex acts on a u university campus. Revenge porn is real, and he'd be fine if he wouldn't fucking post his location where university paraphernalia do you mm -hmm. foresee an eric adami situation perhaps this type of porn is the new frightening thrill that our community once used to feel in the era of cruising do we really need that thrill as queer folk hmm and much love and thank you for your thoughts a lot wow. to unpack there. I oh, would agree sure. with our listener. Yeah, I would definitely 100% agree with our listener that, hey, have your OnlyFans. Why do you got to quit college is one thought. In other words, what's yes. going on with college right now that you feel the need to quit? And I would question my friend on that first and foremost and try to get down to yes. the root cause of that. It if you are in a university right now, there was a reason why you got there and a reason why this could lead to some future goals that you had at one point. So there's that. I think having an OnlyFans account is great. And why not do that? There, the thing is, why are you wearing your logo university sweatshirt while you're doing all of this? Is... There has, I would want to get to the root cause. Now, our friend here did not say 
if he had asked that question, why he's wearing mm -hmm. that, because why aren't you just naked? Why aren't you just wearing a Batman t-shirt? You know, or yeah. whatever. Why do you have to wear that? It sounds like he's trying to provoke and or, say something. Or even another university that he doesn't go to so that he couldn't get in trouble for wearing that university's paraphernalia. There's ways around if he wants to have the whole college boy experience on his OnlyFans, then there's a ways to get around actually using your own college as part of that experience. Did you have more you to could, say or? Just that you can oh, create right. a college persona like to what you're saying. He probably looks the college part. He could have a baseball. You, there's all, use your imagination that doesn't incriminate yeah. you. And I use the yep. word incriminate you, particularly yes. of what we've been talking of late, where people in these conservative, they're banning books in Florida. Texas is at the helm of banning everything. And on, we could, we don't even want to go through the whole list. We, Roe versus Wade. We could go on drag queens, on and on and on. You best think that the people of the university of a conservative state like Texas, mm -hmm. there's going to be somebody in that university there's going to be one of your fans that did exactly what happened to Eric Adame. He thought Eric was, he was posting to 700 potential thirsty fans that were consuming. And friends. And he friends. thought those people were his friends. Well, yeah. yeah. Backstabbing exactly. ones, apparently, because they came after him and sent it to, who's to say they're not going to do the same thing? This is an age old story. When will we learn? Don't shit where you work right or Ooh, is that yes i mean on. just you know there are repercussions for this and i guess the last thing and then i want well go ahead and we'll respond and then we'll talk yeah. about the last part of his statement exactly um i agree with you 100 i'm so proud of you for kind of even looking at it from like a life coachy perspective and seeing where i was like okay steve you better go <laughs> okay <laughs> I agree with you. This is this could have troubling consequences for this person's friend. I, to, I really hope that they think about the ramifications and doesn't get caught up in the OnlyFans fast money type thing that, that can happen when you make that type of good money very quickly. Um, I would also, I completely agree with you and don't think that he should uh, leave college, but I think that he should probably ask himself what could actually fulfill him in the future that he could that he could make money at, and so that he wouldn't have to necessarily use this as a crutch right now or in the future. Think about the long term and not just think about right now, basically. Well, I think there's nothing wrong with him in general to have an OnlyFans. I think it's modern. I think as long as he's not going into conservative professions, even if he did, it's on the platform of OnlyFans. I just don't understand why he has to quit his schooling. Why can't you just do both? Yeah. And plenty of people don't just do OnlyFans nine you know nine to five full-time job they have other things mm -hmm. going on if you're making great money or helping yourself to put yourself through college and doing OnlyFans, i think hooray for you this is yeah, a great too. tool and why not do that 
where it but, gets dicey is why do you have to wear your logoed sweatshirt? It it says to me that it's strategic on his part. Mm -hmm. He's doing it as a big F you because maybe he told his friend or listener that he doesn't really want to continue going to college. So maybe he doesn't really feel that he has anything to lose. So while he's doing this and doing the college thing, if he intends to quit, then it probably is doesn't matter, I guess. And it's kind of a moot point. On the yeah. other hand, is he being too quick to make up his... I would, as a friend, I would ask you why... Are you so quick to get out of college? It takes a lot to get into major universities. And it sounds it like does. this is, and why would you want to, why can't you do both? I would argue with them. And the last thing that he brings up, our listener, is perhaps this type of porn is the new frightening thrill that our community once used to fuel in the era of cruising. So in other words, He's saying, is this the new cruising back in the 70s and early mm -hmm. times when you knew there was that threat that you could get caught and you yes. did it anyway? And I told you offline, absolutely, I don't think there's a comparison in this because back then you were just trying to get sex where you yeah. could in an... In, a time frame that didn't allow you to have sex freely. There weren't that many places to, it was, you know, they fought for the, our forefathers fought for our, their, our freedoms that we enjoy today, the privileges yes. of being out and proud. And many times they had to cruise for sex. I was giving a friend a tour the other day here in New York City on the West Side Highway, the piers, which was a big cruising area. And that was, it was sexy and hot to think about. My friend and I were ruminating in our heads what that may have been like. But on the other mm -hmm. hand, it was really one of the only places, there weren't a lot of places to find sex. So they, you did what you had to do. So using today, with we, we have technology at our fingertips. I told you offline that, it yes, the internet has been around for years now, but it's still social media and all these things are relatively new. We don't know the ramifications on what this could be down the road. It's mm -hmm. all new. We're, we're finding out in real time as we go. We are. And I think every action has a repercussion or a consequence. And you need to think about some of those things, depending on what you want to do further on in life. And revenge yes. porn is real. People love to hide underneath their laptops and come after you. So you have to kind of be your own sleuth and, and be your own advocate. We say that about our health. You got to do this for your own identity these days too. Yes. I agree. I agree with that, but <laughs> I'm going to push back a little bit. Yeah, first and foremost, you've never been cruising on the piers before. I, I, is it? Am I the only one here who has done? I have before? not. No, I wish I would have. Oh wow! It, yeah. Mm -hmm, I don't no. think I've had sex on the piers. I think that I've like cruised for guys on the piers before. Which is cute. Okay, so um, moving on to the topic at hand, I think that this is a form of risky sex. And I personally think that people of all colors, creeds, and sexual orientations have and will be addicted to risky sex. I know I have been, or I am, I don't know, it's complicated. I need to work that out with my therapist probably. Um, I think that gay men are more prone to wanting risky sex because 
we've had to hide our desires and and when we finally do get, get to indulge them they can present themselves in a myriad of ways both healthy and unhealthy and this is just one of them so i do think that there is a thrill to risky sex and i think this is just a form of that so i do agree that it's a form of of, of uh that thrill that comes when you have risky sex so maybe he should delve into that and really see what is driving him to have this this type of sexual encounter it is i guess on a psychological basis risky sex i agree with you but it's not very th i don't think the people our forefathers that really were on the piers in the 70s 60s and so on and so forth and had many choices where they could find sex there weren't a oh, lot of bars yes. and so it was more sexuality i feel is a necessity and a birthright that we all have to express ourselves and this was how they had to do it cruising you have choices today in 2022 and for the last several years on how you have how you put yourself out there in different sexual realms he does not have to, he can have an only fans and i commend him for that he could also quit college he has that right he could do both i think it's the wise yeah. decision and somebody should pose that to him but why he there's a there need there's a reason why and our friend didn't say this and he didn't ask him apparently on why yeah. he's wearing his college sweatshirt and I think it's either as an FU or he's already made up his mind that he wants to quit the college. But you don't do that without thinking it through, I think. Or maybe he's not thinking mm -hmm. it through, but I think he should. Maybe he's not. And I really do. I think that something like this should make him think about it. And, and it's something it takes uh, something of this nature that's on a um, national scope to make us actually look at ourselves and say, how can I make sure that I do the things to protect myself? Uh, says that wearing in insignia doesn't necessarily mean anything, but wearing it while being on that campus makes it easy to get caught. Interesting. Yep. Love mm -hmm. it. Uh, Teddy says you have to be some kind of evil to send it to his mom, referring to Erica Dame. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of evil out there. I told a story on 402 where somebody did that to me back in the day called my father. Sadly, it's true. Teddy says, what in Lucifer held? Oh, um, any other comments you see there? Uh, Oz says he loves cruising. Love it. Okay. Yes. Nice. Keep those comments rolling in as we move on. You know, the other day I was telling on the show that I'm just finished binging the Netflix show Dahmer. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. And it's the latest in a series of, there's been several documentaries and films. I didn't really realize this. Well, it's come under a little bit of attack, the current one. And this is a Ryan Murphy produced Netflix show on Jeffrey Dahmer and Netflix is no longer going to tag the Dahmer series LGBTQ after criticism. You know how they can do that. And if you scroll under certain categories like LGBTQ, this yeah. would pop up. And I do it all the time. while they're under a little bit of attack because they removed it, Dahmer monster the jeffrey dahmer story dramatizes the tale of the milwaukee man who murdered 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991 
He dismembered many of them and may have cannibalized their body parts. He was arrested in 1991 and was killed in prison by a fellow inmate in 1994. So the show, which I've been watching, stars Evan Peters, and it's yes. he's really good at this like riveting. I kind of hope he gets nominated for this because it's really a well done portrayal. And many people were really not happy with the labeling of this as LGBTQ because does it really paint our community in a good light? And after, which of course it doesn't. Yeah. But I can see the other thing that Cody that I heard was Mm -hmm. that many of the victims of the families that are still living, um, are that the production company never contacted any of these families and said, we are producing another Dahmer series. And apparently many of the victims' families are fed up because there's been countless stories of the Dahmer story being told, like I said, in various capacities. And each time it comes out, they have to relive the pain that they went through losing their loved one. But in addition to that, oftentimes reporters will contact these families and try and get the latest response on how they feel. And they just felt that they they wished they would have contacted them at the very least, and they didn't. So on that part, I do wish that they would have contacted some of these families and give them a a heads up for the people that, cause I know Lincoln, our other co-host was saying, I'm not into that because it does paint. I don't like that kind of content. I say I learned so much watching this. First of all, there have been numerous renditions of Dahmer. I never watched any of them. To be honest, I didn't even know what he was guilty or murdering or any of the serial killings that mm-hmm. he had done. I just, it never, I just didn't pay attention because okay. I am a big fan of Ryan Murphy. I chose to pay attention and I thought, let me just pay. I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize he had murdered 17 gay men, but I also didn't realize they were men who were black and Brown that he targeted yes. and what the series really, and what the series really does is focuses on the victims who they were and their families. And in particular, Nisi Nash, who plays Glenda Cleveland, who people did not, a black woman who people did not pay attention to when she lived next door to Jeffrey Dahmer and she was screaming at the top of her lungs, going into the police department, doing everything that she could, and no one would listen to her. Why? Because she was a black woman, because these were gay men that were being murdered. And lastly, because they were black and brown. And they really do a good job of portraying the system, the police system, on how this got so little attention and how it probably could have been stopped if people would have been paying attention. So I learned a lot on what really went on and what we should never, ever repeat from here on out. And I know we've come a long way, but I still think this could happen in our in our climate right now. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I can I mean I understand both perspectives on this because I can see why people would want to distance themselves from Jeffrey Dahmer because we as gay people have been villainized so often in popular culture that I 
it's just adding on to that whole villain mix and it's it happens all the time it happens even in disney movies so i can understand why they would want to distance themselves from that um but i'm also understand what you're saying that you learn so much by this and i i totally agree with you i'm trying to actually google what that um that the name of that gentleman was that killed those guys in ed buck ed buck killed those guys in in West Hollywood, and if we would have taken into account what had happened previously, could we have stopped Ed Buck a lot sooner? Ed Buck, so, who gave many at white man who was a very prominent Democratic donor in West mm-hmm. Hollywood, who was thought to be politically active for the Democratic Party, who lasciviously lured black men in particular into his apartment and gave them meth. And many of yes. them died on his watch. And yes, absolutely. And so I think it's ap- preying on black and brown gay men by white men and needs to be told. And like I said, this story told the story from the victims and really shined a light on those victims' story. I cried. You, a lot of people are like, oh my God, Dahmer, I can't believe like Lincoln was saying. Mm -hmm. I can't watch that stuff, blah, 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 killing. Jeremy watched it as well. And the thing is, I was crying every episode, the hard cry, the ugly cry on almost every episode. I just had to not turn on something else. I had to take really acknowledge and mourn the loss of the people that I, we were, that were portrayed in this, it was done almost like a play at the end of it. It would just end and just put on the name and you just were, I don't know. I had such thought, deep thoughts on honoring the life of this victim to this mm-hmm. horrible person, monster, really. But I learned yeah. a lot, and I love that it shined a light on the victims, and in particular, Glenda Cleveland, who her voice was finally heard, uh, played by the wonderful Niecy Nash. Who I'd- I love Niecy Nash. And that is the only thing that would get me to watch something like this because I want to ask you a quick question. Watch Did it, you- yeah. I, okay, I know you recommend it and you're getting me over to your side, but did you have to like stop between uh, each episode and just take a pause? Because I found myself doing this with, we just, just discussed Queer as Folk. And both of them are great pieces of art, in my opinion. But just like somebody in the comments said, it could be it's writing the verge of of trauma porn, basically. And that's the the words of the, the person in this in the chat, Teddy. So did you yes. think it was trauma porn? And did you have to take breaks in between watching? Well, like I said before, I did take those beats in between every episode and I was in tears. And I really was looking up to some of these victims and just thinking about them in mm-hmm. almost their spirit and and i was so saddened for them and the families that were left behind so yes the answer is yes and i okay. said that previously i learned a lot though on how the system worked back then that i didn't know about i learned oh. a lot about how it's not that surprising that black and brown gay men would fall underneath the radar and that it took 
17 men to slaughter and murder and cannibalize before the police really started taking interest because the story tells how he got out of prison and how his family looked the other way at times but it also gives insight into his upbringing on how a serial killer like Dahmer could potentially become the monster that he was I think that's all useful information and to really look around and pay attention to those around you. And when people are crying yes. and listen to people. So no, I didn't mm -hmm. think it was salacious and, or unnecessarily. Okay. No, I learned a lot. I stand by that. I really highly recommend it. I realize it's not for everybody. Don't watch it if you don't think you can ha handle it, but it is a really introspective slant on this person and coming from a perspective that I appreciated and well, for what it's worth. that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I do think it it has its place in cinema, television, great television. But I do caution everybody to just make sure you're looking after your own mental health while watch, while watching. Yes, absolutely. Any comments before we move on? Teddy stole all mine. He actually said the same thing as me. Okay. I was like, I already got this in my notes, crazy. <laughs> Ooh, got it. You know, all right, good. You know, I wanted to do a quick shout out to, I mean, we are big fans of Megan The Stallion. And today she launched a website called Bad Bitches Have Bad Days 2. That's the website. Yes. <laughs> bad bitches have bad days com, and in it it's all based on mental health and particularly after her song anxiety which really i love the lyrics of that song that she has but it is really she suffers from anxiety and she says that bad bitches can come out of this there's room for it all but it's really a way she it's a center of commonplace that everybody can go to to find a resource for any kind of mental illness or anything you might be going through it's all there on one side and i really commend her for doing that you know on our own show here we get advertisements that you know i can say yes to or no to and one of the ones recently was betterhelp.com which i think is a great online therapy too so i think wherever That's you amazing it's really important to find resources if you're you know if you're going through something we've all gone through something we are all going through things and i commend megan the stallion for launching this today as well as she's going to be hosting snl the the <gasps> premiere what? saturday night live and it's my not, girl doing not that. Only the prim, you know how important it is to host the premiere. But yes. she's going to be the performer and the musical art guest. Oh, so, my God. I cannot yeah, wait. I love yeah. Megan the Stallion. She love it. is an icon. She's be becoming an icon in my eyes. Me I just too. think that she's so body positive. She's so You're looking out for our mental health. Exactly. This just adds on to it. The fact that she's looking after our mental health and just being there for her community yeah. and snaps to you, Megan. Thank you, girl. You are legendary. Okay. She was on legendary too. Oh, okay. There that, I didn't yeah. watch it, but I know. Yes. A show that I I'd rather watch your other pine 
Pine Valley? P Valley. P Valley. Well, she, she was on P Valley. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay. She, she was great. I Don't love. Don't make me yes. say Pine Valley and all my children. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. Totally different. Different topics. I'm anyway. going to start a strip club called Pine Valley. Pine Valley. For okay. For for my AMC former fans. Moving on. Okay. There's speaking of only fans. Uh, you guys got to hear this. There is an OnlyFans gay porn star by the name of Tony Goodfellow. Did he come up with that name on his own? He posts porn <laughs> video to Twitter recently featuring children. Now, before you get up in arms, let me just set the stage. He yes. was in Florida, of all places, before Hurricane Ian, obviously, outside of a grocery store getting sucked off by another guy. And in it, he's laughing and giggling and saying, oh, my gosh, this and that. And because as cars in the parking structure are driving by. Well, at one point, somebody, a Goodfellow points them out while saying, there's kids. Oh, fuck, he says, as Goodfellow begins to pull his pants up and put his penis away. An unidentified person filming the sex act immediately turns the camera onto the children and deliberately zooms in on them as they cross the parking lot. More hysterical laughter continues from Goodfellow in the background as the camera lingers for another few seconds on two small children walking with two taller people who are presumably their parents or guardians. He has over 142,000 followers on Twitter, and as of post time, the video has been viewed over 108,000 times in roughly a 24-hour period. With nearly 14,000 likes, over 3,700 Twitter users have retweeted the porn video featuring the children. Well, a lot of people had a lot to say. Of course, yes. calling him out, as I, I think they should. <laughs> One person said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Things like this make the whole community. Here we go. I don't know that we should always be saying things like, things like this make the whole community look like perverts, trash. It makes I'm him tired. look like a pervert. Thank you. I'm, I'm tired sure. of that age-old comment. We are not... I'm just beyond that. But I agree with you. That's actually not okay, man. You went too far. You can actually end up in jail. Doing it in front of kids. WTF. This is so effing disgusting. Honestly, what the F is wrong with you? Uh, on and on and on. I have to say I agree with a lot of the people that at what point... Did he, speaking of our initial conversation about is this the new cruising, trying to get away yeah. with something, That's clearly exactly there's that thinking. thrill going on with it. At what point when the camera person said, both of them seemed in cahoots, that they thought this will be, we'll get more likes, and, and it's sadly showing like it's working, that... When they, because I just read of the numbers of how many likes and everything that they Repost. got, yeah. that when they they were giggling more when they saw the kids, and instead of that could be a real moment that you could have. Oh shit, there's kids over there. That could have been a real moment. Turn off the cameras, or better yet, don't post that because Hello, uh, I mean I watched a lot of Judge Judy back in the day and I used to want to be a lawyer what the fuck at the very least use your fucking head not that head yeah. your head your brain it's not gonna fly 
Yeah, I agree with you. I agree that it is a just a prime example of risky sex. And he was getting his thrills out in front of the Food Lion. That's a that's a grocery store in uh, in North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> in the Piggly Wiggly. I don't know where what kind of grocery stores he has. What area code are we talking? <laughs> but it can be very traumatic for those children that he they're having to watch anybody, not just gay people having sex. I am with you 100%. Go directly to jail. Do not collect $200. Shut down your Twitter. And I hope that he doesn't end up on one of those, somewhat they were saying in the comments, uh, that you can get on a sexual predator list or something of that nature. And I just really hope that it, that it doesn't come to that. I hope he learns his lesson and that he really evaluates how this can affect other people. Yeah, it's just stupid and dumb is really what it comes down to. I mean, I don't feel like, I mean, as far away as the kids were, assuming they probably couldn't make out what was going on. Maybe they could though. Not really the point. You never it's know. Just you are People reiterating see all things all the time. But at what point are you reiterating it on camera in live in person? Like, oh shit, we just got caught over here. Oh shit, there's kids over here. But to then make that decision to post it was dumb because you're never going to win on that stuff. And as we're talking about doing putting yourself out there with a sweatshirt from a university when you're going to the university or putting yourself there on a webcam and writing your place of business on your chest new york yeah. one it's use your fucking brain people yeah don't and be a fucking idiot things. you're an idiot when you do those kinds of things and it will come back and haunt you and there are repercussions every action has a con a an action that a consequence a reaction, a reaction. Yes. thank you yes you're welcome <laughs> and I you need, science. yes you need to <laughs> not know math, but science <laughs> and it's all fun and games until it's not and on a related until they until they get that video and submit it in court because they can use those videos in court just so everybody knows a hundred percent which brings us up to a related story there's a new chat bot chat bot by Pornhub, which aims to steer people away from child abuse material. Pornhub is trialing a new automated tool that pushes CSAM, we're going to tell you what that is in a second, searchers to seek help for their online behavior. But the question is, will this work? So huge volumes of child sexual abuse photos and videos online. Millions of pieces are removed from the web every year and these illegal images are often found on social media websites image mm -hmm. hosting services on and on and on since march this year each time someone has searched for a word or a phrase that could be related to child sexual abuse material okay c-s-a-m up on pornhub's uk website okay like that the uk is ahead of it a chat bot has appeared and interrupted their attempted search asking them whether they want to get help with the behavior they're showing during the first 30 days of the system's trial users triggered the chatbot 173,904 times wow 
The wow. scale of the problem is so huge that we really need to try and prevent it happening in the first place, says Susie Hargraves. She's the chief executive of the Internet Watch Foundation, and it's a UK-based nonprofit. What do you think of this? Is this good, and will it stop, Cody? I think if you are going down that dark path yes. and you get something before you go down, so if it's an addiction that you're going to think twice about going down that path. We've all been in the, not in this, but we've all had things in our lives where we know maybe it's not healthy for us. And we have that split decision that we maybe ignore. Mm -hmm. This chatbot that Pornhub is introducing could be a caffeine wake-up call to, to not go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. In my mind. I I definitely see how that could be that that is is a reasonable estimation of how things could go. There's another way that I think of it that you know if you have these inclinations, then I think that maybe even the chatbot might not help. But but it's so good that they're actually they have something to follow it up with that you can actually get the help and the services that you need. I just think that it's another great example of technology being used for good because i am leery though of the the big brother aspect of it it's like they're watching us all the time and i'm just a little concerned for myself because is my dom daddy search where everyone is of age in that in that search and i and i is that going to get flagged by the chat bot? I don't know. I need to know these answers before I go on Pornhub and search for <laughs> Dom Daddies. Dumb, so, no, of course I'm, not. I, it makes me a little bit, I don't know, Steve. You never know how far they can go because it, just like with Tumblr and things of that nature, they take, Tumblr got shut down and took off all of their um, sexually explicit things because of the fact that children were getting a, a hold of pornography on Tumblr. So the thing that they do is they take it too far and they they really demonize us as gay people and we're not heteronormative. So we get demonized and villainized by the, the powers that be just because we're not heteronormative. So I think that I, it's, it's something to be definitely aware of. Well, it's a trial in the UK, and we'll see how it goes. I was telling you offline that what is the deal with why is it even searchable on Pornhub to be able to find some of these underage material? So in other words, yes, why, why are we tackling the second half of it that you can actually search on Pornhub? In other words, does it already exist on the Pornhub universe? And now That's we're not trying going to my search history. And instead, I'm sorry. Uh, and instead <laughs> of and and hear me out. And instead of tackling the root cause of the of the material that's out there, why are we going after it as a secondary phase? Is my yeah. point because you wouldn't create this bot if there wasn't already material on the system's Pornhub's site. And why aren't we doing a better job of? monitoring and policing actual child pornography that exists on Pornhub and why is this a secondary 
reaction to circumvent people from going down that rabbit hole of looking for it. I think it's a little bit backwards and we need to look at the root cause first. That's my thought on that. But mm -hmm. I do think that it's something to, it's a, it's a good experiment that can catch people because we've just talked about in the last several stories about people making bad decisions. Yes. And when you make bad, there is a, I think, and I'm not a psychologist or a life coach, but I think we all have that split decision when we know we are going down a path and we make that decision to go anyway. And if you could pop something up, a, an actual good bot that says, are you sure? By the way, I read the whole story and I'll post it on tagspodcast.com. It's a non-judge, it's a non-judgmental robot bot yeah. <laughs> that is not going to report you or any of those things of course so that's you can what they get say yeah. but it's just a precautionary bot that pops up and i think it's one step in the right direction do i think we need way more steps in looking at pornhub in general and society in general and how we've come to sexual addiction and so forth yes of course but it's one step that i think is positive I agree with you, but my question to you is how, name, I, I don't know how else we could actually identify these individuals that, that have this inclination, because basically it's a sickness and we should just, and, and get them the help that they need. But that's what this that's, is doing. It's directing them towards, I know, but if we it take, said in their help, it's, it's specifically saying exactly what you just said. I don't mm -hmm. know if you read the whole story. It said towards help. Do you want help? Do you really want to yeah. go down this? There is so it is. I don't know what your issue is because it's I was actually, responding to you saying why why is there even that type of stuff up on Pornhub? I agree that it should not be on there, but the kind of logical part of my mind is saying if it's up there, then they can use this bot to actually address these people and make sure that they are getting the help that they need that's that was my point yeah i guess <laughs> i hear oz says thanks steve get rid of the content and there would be no need for monitoring people's search activity i agree with you teddy says he's just repeating on what i said i don't <laughs> know if you read the whole story quote <laughs> And I'm typing LOL because this bitch always be saying that. I read all the stories, Miss Honey. Okay. That's my I job. like the clock on that. I'm a professional. Thank you. I didn't know we were in court, but thank you. I love reading the court ordered papers on what we're exactly saying in the moment on a live broadcast. Thank you very much. Okay. We've got to move on. I'm going to skip our next story, Cody, and I want to go to okay. the drag story because we'll I come think back to it. You were less interested in Steve O. <laughs> For many reasons. <laughs> and because we don't have that much time. And I like this story. Yes, exactly. There's I a drag. Too. Yeah, thank you. There's a drag performer in. Okay. There's a drag performer who's suing right wing blogger over indecent exposure claims. Let me tell you the story here. A drag performer in Idaho is suing the blogger. He says falsely accused him of exposing his genitals at the Pride in the Park event. Um, Eric Posey is a drag name, but he really goes by Mona Liza Million. And he performed June 11th at Pride in the Park. Right wing 
Idaho blogger Summer Bushnell yes. posted altered video of his appearance, blurring his growing to make it appear as if he exposed himself. It says a press release from Stoll Reeves, the law firm representing Posey. So essentially you get it that Mona Liza Millions was performing and it was doing her thing. And this right wing blogger decided to blur out the growing area and claim, which I feel is pervasive these days, you say whatever you want to say, and that he was exposing his genitals. Doesn't yeah. sound believable at all. Horrible. In a court of law, I know that all a, a judge has to say is, remove that blurred out image, Mr. Bushnell, and what are we going to find? Probably a skirt and a fabulous outfit and no genitals are going to be revealed and it just goes to show that the far right is going to they're lying they're just saying whatever they want yeah. what were your first thoughts when you heard this cody so i'm gross. just so i'm so happy that she's sticking up for herself so many times these far right people want to use our orientation again like i was saying before to demonize us and we need yeah. to know that we will not stand for that we already got some crazy OnlyFans dude out in front of the, the Piggly Wiggly that, we, <laughs> <laughs> that they can go and watch. So we don't need any any falsified th videos out there that of this nature. And I think that by this drag queen standing up, it it will it's a big big statement to the right wing conservatives that anything like this we're not going to stand for. It's so. It's so despicable, and I cannot believe that somebody would stoop this low. You know, it's so interesting, Cody, because I just had this thought right now that we, mm -hmm. you and I are all about outdoor sex. We host a show about gay sexuality. We, we are mm -hmm. really out there. I've done a lot of fun sexual encounters in my lifetime, and will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know I will. <laughs> the thing is, we are about right and wrong. Exactly. You and I. The one thing you and I agree on is we are about what's right and what's wrong. The the previous story that we talked about, Tony Goodfellow, the OnlyFans porn star that we just referenced, absolutely no. To laugh and have your cameraman or your iPhone cameraman focus focus over Jeez. on some children <laughs> as you are getting your dick sucked in a in a rinky dink grocery piggly store wiggly. in florida yeah. you can say piggly wiggly absolutely not here for throw the book at him yes but a drag queen performer in in idaho doing her thing which we know we guarantee i can 100 percent know from my heart that if they remove that that this blogger just was coming after her because he just wants to take her down yeah absolutely no to villainize us and i am standing we are standing for her and we're going to stay on this story because i guarantee if they remove that blur she was not she has a case on her hands and it's just a, a representative of a pervasive conservative right wing slant that is trying to take us down and we will not be here for it but we will stand for that's what's right. right and wrong you and that's i right. i know that's we what will. we do that's what we do all day every day what i'm also here for is the 80s one of my favorite eras and i was telling you offline that 
I am so happy that I grew up in, you know, my heyday, I, you know, I'm born in 1971, but in the 80s, okay. I was in high school or grades, you know, junior high, grade school. And I have to say, there's so much good content coming out about that era because of, it definitely wasn't perfect. It definitely, yeah. we are living in a better era, hopefully today, going to see bros on Friday night and what could be today. But I have to say there's two new films. One of them's a documentary and one of them's a narrative series that I'm here for. One of them is the true story behind the homoerotic magazine that was Victoria's Secret for Men. And I'm talking about the international male story. Cody, did you ever get the international male catalog? Oh my God. I used to live <laughs> for the international male catalog. So I was first introduced to it, believe it or not. It, I went to go visit my father in Japan and he had the international, I don't know what, what? he didn't wear. He didn't wear those clothes around me. I have no idea why it was there. <laughs> <laughs> so I just fell in love with those guys. I wanted to look just like them. I wanted oh. to have all those clothes. I was shopping with no money because I was a kid and I, I, in the obsession carried on i've just transformed into one of those guys i think i have my underwear fetish is because of that catalog i have so much joy and reverence for the international mail catalog it was well, amazing it was a precursor to all of nasty pig to all of the brands that we now know andrew christian yeah we could go on and on about the brands that are out there today that really promote our There's lgbtq so many. sexuality yeah. it was in the 80s post sears catalog and many of you know what i'm talking about i don't have time to get into it all that <laughs> really showed really sexy hot men i'm going to use the term sexy glistening masculine but in this wardrobe that was very sexy and dare i say gay because they say this gay. they I say it on the so true story uh -huh. i went to there was the catalog but i also lived in california and early on i had a boyfriend one of my first boyfriends and we went to la in 1991 or two and we went to the international mail store there was a store what and it was in this like nook and cranny in west hollywood and it was kind of like triangular the store and it was filled with all of these clothes. And I was beside myself that, oh my God, I can go to the store of the International Mail and be in heaven. And I have to say it was so much fun and I loved all of, jerked off to a lot of it, had fantasies about all the men, did think some of the fashion was tacky. Cause what? I've always had I wanted yes. one outfit so bad. It was one step above of, of Chess King. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. What is a Chess King? Chess King was tacky back in the day. And it was just a little over that. There were some pieces, though, that I wanted to rock. And I did. And okay. it was a lifestyle brand that I consumed and lived Ugh. for. But I had right. a lot of mixed emotions. 
Anyways, the, guys, there's a brand new. <laughs> we got it so off track on that one. We got so excited about international mail. Anyways, you guys, all men, <laughs> keep an eye out for all men. The international mail story. It's making all of the festival circuit as we speak. Coming to Seattle Queer Film Festival. Jealous of you guys. It played in. The Tall Grass Festival in Wichita, Kansas. It's been in Salem, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia. It's making its rounds. It will have a, you know, it's going to have a release date. Also on the same true, this is a true crime story. The Chippendales. Now, Cody, this one, Welcome to the Chippendales, is a brand new narrative series coming out on Hulu based on the actual story of the Chippendales and I listen to, you can listen to the podcast I, uh, that's based on this that mm-hmm. is so riveting. I've worked out listening to this, and every week I almost skipped a set of lunges because I was like, oh, my so God. <laughs> it's there. It's the story of the 80s and how the Chippendales formed in New York and made their way to L.A. and how some of them were straight and what they did to get there and there ultimately is a murder involved and if you're a true crime fan it's delicious it's starring one of murray bartlett who we love who just won emmy uh, and my favorite actor in it andrew reynolds is also in it i'm obsessed with andrew so this is delicious, and that trailer is also out. I'll post both these trailers on Tag's podcast. We have stuff to look out for. And Kumail Nanjiani, I love him too. Love him, and he plays the yes. the the Indian the man who buys yeah. the Chippendales. Who it's mm, it's lascivious and yeah, but I good for wait. him. I love. Yeah. I, you know, I love good strip shows. P Valley, oh. Chippendales. It's all, it's done. And you know, with both of these, at least in, in, in the Chippendales, we're going to get some great eighties music. And just like in Dahmer, well, I was singing to you some of the music that was playing Martha Wash and so, but pretty poison was on there and you've been singing the song since we've been talking about it. Give me a little bar before we do our last one. Catch, Catch me, me now I'm falling, falling in love. <laughs> I so, love that song. It's it actually is a good song. It I was thought on they AJ were AJ and the Queen, and I've lived for it ever since. You got me into back into it because I was like, is this song tacky? Should I even be liking this song? But it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to our final, yes. final thirst trap of the night by Straight Up Gay Porn. We love that they do this every week. And right now, they are doing thirst trap recap. Which of these 16 gay porn stars took the best photo or video of the week? A lot of good ones, 16 of them. So many good ones. I have to tell you, Brock Banks and Orel Bootbull. This with their never dueling happens. butts looking back at the camera and their <laughs> monochromed beards and booties to die for. I kind of wanted to fuck both of them. And I'm not. What? Just Are you saying. coming for my gig, bitch? 
bitch. What is going on? But then Angel, Angel Rivera <laughs> and his thick ass dick looks really delicious. He's what underneath. about Alejandro Hernandez Rodriguez, my last name, and that Uh-oh. gargantua dick? What about Dom King? And yes, I love the name. Dom, you know, Dom Daddy. Hello. I mentioned it earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe we had the same one because Brock Banks and Oral Football, I don't know how to say that. Anyway, it, they are just so gorgeous. They're looking back. I wanted to fuck both those asses if I was single, of course. But... I would want to fuck them both too, to be honest, because, and I recently had a, a, a boy that I met that was much younger than me, that he wanted me to fuck him. And I got over my insecurities and I took a blue mm-hmm. chew and I was able to fuck him and I loved it. Yes, get it. What, so I want them... to do these two boys. It just took me back to or when... men, men, I, they're not boys. I, but... I fucked four guys at the same time. They were, they were all bottoms and I was the only top. Confessions on the last moments of our show. Okay, now. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yeah, blame it on the alcohol. That's what I'll do. On the first one, Alex Rosso says, Oz, okay. Alejandro, Dom King, Xavier says, is my future husband name. He gets my vote. Ooh, yes. I love it. Good. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in live with us. We appreciate you being a part of the show and you are a part of the show. Cody needs to expand on the four bottom story. Okay. We don't have enough time for that, but we we'll pick that. Unfortunately, we'll, we're all out of time. We'll pick up on next Wednesday. I'm going to make him to be continued. Absolutely. I, and you know, I will make him continue on this. She we want to thank does. you. You can always follow Cody, he's a life coach at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, or Mr. Maurice on Instagram. And follow us at Tags Podcast, at Tags Podcast on all the social media platforms Twitter, the TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the above. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex.